Hello, everybody. It's me, Mike Catherwood, and I have to tell you about something that is truly fantastic. It's called Honey. Let me break it down for you. Everyone shops online. We all do it. But have you ever shopped online, you bought something, and then you realized after you got it that you could have got it for cheaper? It's frustrating. It's very, very frustrating. Who doesn't want to save money? Well, with Honey, you don't have to go through that ever again. See, Honey collects and amalgamates all different types of coupons for everything you could possibly think of. And it collects them and using their browser extension and their app, it applies them to you when you check out. Boom, right there, you get money that you could have saved. You probably didn't even know about said coupon, but boom, it's right there in front of you at your checkout, saving you money because of Honey. It's a fantastic little piece of technology and over 100,000 people have given it, listen to me, 100,000 people have given it a five-star review on Google Chrome. This is something that is not fooling around. This is real deal, top-notch, creme de la creme tech. There's really no reason not to use Honey, and I mean that sincerely. It's free to use, and it's easy to install on your computer in just two clicks. So shop with confidence. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash high. That's joinhoney.com slash high, H-I-G-H, you know, for high and dry. Honey, Online savings simplified. You know, I did a gig as Taint Stick on one of those SRH tour things like the Zinger hookup where we performed in one of those vans where the side, you know, the side pops out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so it was a stage that there were several bands performing on in the middle of the day. So we were in the middle of the day and um, there was some altercations with the drummer because, you know, Christian was just like, yeah. Christian was, I don't really know, but I think he was a really, I think he's a good musician. As, and I think he had kind of like a, a reason to be like, this is pathetic. But he was one of those guys that really always said that. Like he was really embarrassingly over the top with that. Like he would just say that to anyone. And I remember him flipping out on somebody for making something not work. And then at one point, maybe the microphones didn't work. And we were, but I remember I even I think I was like not happy with the PA guy, even though I barely knew what a PA guy was. I just knew that there was at this point in my musical career, there was a guy in a box somewhere out out there. And if he looked like he had, you know, I mean, he had like some boards around him that was probably his fault. And you could talk to him. Yeah. So I was, and we had Tainstick fans at the, there were people, you know, Ellis fan. Right. Just people where I'm like, I totally know who that person is. I know who that, I'm like, holy shit, there's like fucking 80 of them there. And the band before us had, just, you know, seven people. There were seven people watching playing out of the side of a van with seven people. Like, that's what I felt when we started. It was like seven people. The drum was flipping out because we're way better than this guy knows and we're not. And my microphone doesn't work. And I'm like, what is the point of where did we go? Like, you just get, I'll just get swept away sometimes where I'm like, yeah, like I drove there, you know? <laughs> I'm pretty, when I got like to... I think it was like, <clears throat> you know, Temecular-y yeah. vibes. Like it, within the the last half an hour of the drive towards the facilities, I probably would have started to gather that this is going to be 
you know, like Disneyland, but without Mickey Mouse. Okay. It's going to be people not, you know, maybe thinking about weed more than like anything else in life. And that's cool. I like Big B. But it was just like this weird, we're not from there. No one's going to like it. I'm going to talk about suck. What is it? I do a, we did a, a, a Blink-182 ripoff on purpose. Apple like, juice, hey, man, right? yeah. Apple so juice. I'm like, hey, man, it's cool. You know, it, but, what, I don't even know what I say, but it's a flower. We can sniff for hours and hours. Like I'm fucking, <laughs> and this dude, you know I mean? There's like seven, you know, like fucking with the king click or whatever, you know what I mean? Just smoked out fucking blunt faces for doobie tattooed on their fucking forehead. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, man. <laughs> and he's like, fucking drums aren't working. And I'm like, does it even matter? You know what right. I mean? Like, and then, you know, to do it, that's a good gig, good gig. And I'm like, yeah, what the fuck am I doing? It's really, sometimes you get into a weird position when you start something to be a dick. Like you, your whole intent on doing some project is to fuck off, is to, is, is to, it's a play a joke, essentially. Mm-hmm. It was to stick it to the man. Right. And you're, you're doing it because they're like, most modern music, most bands fucking suck. We're going to poke fun at it. We're going to do this and we're going to poke fun at it. And then, but then it progresses to the point where people like it and you start playing shows and people are buying the music. There's this weird area you get to where it's like, <laughs> Wait, the whole point of this is not to take it too seriously. But, there's a but big, we're at a point in success where we need to start taking this seriously. You know, so there's a there's like a fucking But the thing that makes it hard is there's a big group of people, the bigger you get, there's a bigger group of people that didn't know that you ever <clears throat> started to be funny. Right. <clears throat> they thought they were like, Why does that guy only have a high pitch American voice for one song? And then what the fuck is rabies babies? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the, the whole angle of the band was just like uh, Sir Eaglecock. There once was a time, you know what I mean? And I'm, I'm like talking like a pirate. And then I'll be like, hey, man. And then there's, I don't you know, I mean, ones where I'm just like, we're, we're metal. So if you didn't know the show, you were like, these guys are fucking idiots. Right. Like I, I almost liked that song, but he sounds gay in it. And then. What the fuck is rabies babies? You know? Is he really saying that? Yeah. And you so, were given no context to your crowd? Like nobody well, no, no, knew you? No, or? we did. When we started, we played to us, to the to Alice fam. Yeah. And then because we had a record deal, <laughs> the joke was we had a record deal. Yeah. And the label was like, do gigs for us. And I was like, that's hilarious. Oh, so your record label put you in this situation? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, we, we didn't, but we just kept, we thought every offer we got, we were like, are you the Roxy? And we were like, mm-hmm. do you guys want to play at the Roxy? And I'm like, I'm not worthy mm-hmm. to play at the Roxy at all. But if that's pretty fucking funny. Yeah, we should fucking do that. Like kind of, you know, just barging on it anyway. And then having people back me up, like fucking Blasco from fucking Aussie and Everlast and fucking... Who else? The drummer of Ozzy and the bass player played fucking Crazy Train while I sang terribly to it in front of a packed house at the, was that the Ross? I think I played the Whiskey as well. Like I played Crazy Girls. I'm fucking stupid shit, man. I wonder what the most successful joke band was. Tenacious D. Tenacious D. Yeah, but they already had that 
Well, I guess, you know, you have your fan base. It's obviously not quite the Jack Black level, Holy but shit. I think I'm more, just saying more, it's more, even, more comparable to Tenacious because Tenacious D literally started as a comedy improv troupe. Yeah. And then they showed that they had amazing musical talent. So I think the most comparable to Taint Stick and like um, Death, Death, Die would be Ween. Ween? Yeah. yeah. Where, Ween? where they started, they literally created music to give a middle finger to to the the bands around them at the time, you know? Mine like, even, <clears throat> yeah. my, <clears throat> the, love sorry. it though, huge fan. I love, I'm a huge Ween <laughs> yeah. fan. The band know? really started, I don't know if anybody knows this, but you have to be an old fan, but there was a boss that didn't like me. And I don't blame him. I was a DJ that was like, these guys suck. This is how it all happened. This is the Boston radio? Yeah. Okay. Will's boss, okay. who got fired many years after this, but I never liked the guy. But uh, he was, he never, I think he was mean to Will, so I would catch that. So I've sort of felt on behalf of Will, I felt angry for him. And then I also felt like that guy, when anybody blows too much smoke up my ass and they don't know me, mm-hmm. you're kind of, especially back then, you were just immediately written off to me. Right. He, I mean, at one point he was like, I want to get a Red Dragons tattoo. And I was like, what? <clears throat> He's like, yeah, I want to be in, you know, in the Red Dragons. I was like, no. <laughs> He's like, what do you mean, no? I'm like, you, I don't know you, motherfucker, no. Like, you can't be one of us. You're not. <laughs> and he was like, whoa, whoa. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, you, tattoo what are you talking about? And then, and then he'll do something to not help me. And then he's in New York. Will's here. I'm doing these. I the song. I I made an intro for the for the show called Balls. And Christian Hand, to to his credit, made me hit a note that I was like, I can't do that, dude. Can we just do it another way? No, you can do it. And in the end, I'm fucking pissed in this fucking singing booth, trying to fucking hit this fucking pow, pow. I'm like, ah, dying. And then I finally got it just to say balls once at the end of the song. Like that was how he was. But I loved that. It was good. But what was it? No, Apple, I did Apple Juice and then I got told to not play it because what was it? Like stop playing your your band. And when I made the band, when I made the intro and then Apple Juice, people freaked the fuck out. They were like, yeah. this is awesome. And everyone just keep asking me on MySpace <laughs> to keep playing it. Right. People called in all day, keep playing it. And then New York tells Will to Will to tell me to not play it. And this is at the very start of like, I now see what I can do. And I I truly believe that I am you know, like it depends on your flavor, but good enough to be as good as anybody's ever been in this game. Like I, I was like, this is your fucking window. You finally found your fucking calling. And now you have <clears throat> like a, vi- I knew the vision. I was like, oh, 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 oh. I know exactly how to get all the way to the top of this. I know all the little things and they're very intriguing to me. I'm, I can't wait to master all of it. Off I go. And then <clears throat> stop doing it. I'm like, who's who said stop doing it? This is back when Will couldn't even tell me who said to stop doing it because he knew that I would try to call New York and go, tell that motherfucker he kissed my like I get was, him on the phone right now. <laughs> I, swear, I would get fired every day if Will didn't stop me. So I was like, who the fuck? I'll fucking do whatever I fucking want to, fucking cocksucker. And then uh, I went, oh, oh yeah. Oh, maybe you could do some. You could play 
I'll let you play something if it's a little more relevant. <clears throat> and I'm like, what? I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean? And I'm like, you know what that, that means not what you do to try and stop me from doing stuff. That's right. all I thought. So then I made um, hand job. No. A girl is dying. What is it? Iraqi people. Like it's all forced to steal and beg. A girl is born with far too many legs. Because okay, there was a girl in India headlines. that had, that was born with six legs and it was sure. in the news. So we, I just made a song <laughs> with all the things that are in the news right now. Uh, but all I want is to shoot a load on your face. That song, shoot a load on your face. Yeah. Okay. But, in, but in the end, I just want to shoot a load on your face. And it was a ballad. Shoot a load on your face. Forget the world. It's a messed up place. Like seriously fucking getting down for shooting a load on people's faces. I remember singing it live and I had like this thing with my hands I would do when I said load on your face. <laughs> like I actually got like a little move down that I, cause I'd sung it so many times, but I'm like, that's fucking relevant, you know? Right. And I'm was, taking this right out of the headlines. But that right there was the trigger that made me go to the point of singing in front of the King click, like a moron. Cause I was trying to prove a point to that one guy. And then that guy was not even on the radar anymore. You just triggered me to yeah. fucking fight back. And then I'm like, I don't even know who I'm fucking fighting anymore. I'm just like, the band, Wolf, I'll fucking sing. I'll do halftime at NFL. I'll fucking do whatever the fuck is embarrassing. Right. Fuck you, I'll do it. Well, even, even though- if it sucks all day and I hate every single thing about it, hate being in it, hate everybody in it, hate the deal, hate the record industry, hate the manager, hate the fucking dickheads that watch it. I hated that shit. Even though the guy wasn't in the fight anymore, even though he wasn't, relevant to why you were doing it. Look at it as a blessing because that's what inspired you to get going in the first place. You know, that's the, that, that shit happens all the time in life for so many reasons. Like how many people got their life together because their husband or wife cheated on them or left them? You know what I'm saying? And you, the only reason you quit the job that you hate and got a, you know, went and studied, uh, went and followed your passion or the only reason you started going to the gym and eating right is because like, fuck that bitch. How could she do that to me? Right. Oh, well, okay. Either way, two, three, four years down the road, you've completely changed your life. And you know, the, the hard part is, is though, once you've, once you've gotten past the original inspiration is being able to recognize that and trans, transcend. Well, then there was other making reasons. making it a part of your life. Exactly. Then it became, you know, like the people liked it. And then at one point, I thought we kind of sounded good. I remember impressing people that didn't know that just thought you guys are in a joke band and didn't expect us to actually sound like to perform a song. Right. And I thought at one point we were kind of, we were okay. And, and people really liked it. So at one point it was a little bit, then it became even more hypocritical because I kind of felt a little bit like a rock star. I thought people, I thought we were kind of good and people enjoyed our music, which it's, it's not right. And then, <laughs> not right. And then videos I would catch where people would catch, you know, I mean, I'm near the PA, so you just catch my vocal more than the rest of the music. And I didn't know that. I just thought that's what we sounded like. And I, I really recoiled from that. Like when I heard me being off pitch and stuff and fucking up, things like that, I just started to be like, I lost my confidence. I didn't want to be up there anymore. But 
it did help like singing and being and knowing that I'm not really that great at it and doing a whole set makes it easier to do um like if I have to go on stage and talk sure. with a microphone yeah. I don't really get flustered about that anymore I mean I never really did but now I kind of <clears throat> I like it it's it gets harder though if you're if you start when you start taking it seriously when it's all about it'd be different if you were really a musician yeah, I started as a joke. I never, you know, there was never. Uh, maybe there was a couple of times where someone was like, "Man, you really got a voice." I kind of believed a couple of people. Yeah, you know, the Lisa that passed away that sang for us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, she said, "You really got a voice. Like you should don't like be so hard on yourself. You only just started, but you've got a really powerful voice. You could do something with that." And I was like, "Okay, oh, maybe I believe you." On a couple of songs, I was like, that's really good. And I was like, okay. But then, you know, because I didn't practice, there'd be times where I just didn't do it at all. And they're like, oh, it's Mania's coming. And I'd be like, okay, I'll get in the studio and get that thing going again. But it became, you know, me and Christian, Christian and I, Josh as well. There was just like a an edgy, uncomfortable feeling to it. And... It, and there was no give in it, you know? Like Tully, even Tully was like, oh, dude, yeah. it's crazy. You know, like he leaves out a bunch of stuff, but I he still has, he's still kind of bummed out about the whole thing. Has there ever, I know, get back you, together. I know you and Josh have made up and- Yeah, but actually, it's still not right. It's like we made up, but we don't, we don't like each other anymore. And I don't blame him. They, I mean, I feel like, uh, you know, I was doing my thing, mm -hmm. my way, and and he was in the way sometimes, and he got run over for it. Like I think I've changed a lot when it comes to the way I handle business and friendships. But he was pathetic. I mean, and I'm saying this. I don't know how other pathetic, give in, weak. I can't do anything. I don't know how to do anything. I'm, uh, my only thing is to argue that I, why I can't do anything. And I, and I really legitimately at one point because of this virgin thing and me, him going through some shit where it didn't work out. I tried to hook him up and he like came before things happened right. and consoled oh. me like really fucking shook by it. And we hugged. I was like, man, we're going to, you're going to be okay. And then when that happened, I felt like I was like a brother to him, you know? And I lost my brother. So I was trying to, uh, I really was trying to help him and I really was looking out for him. And then it felt like it, he kind of didn't care and didn't want it anymore. He kind of, and, and I feel like, because I'm, I'm so forceful, you know, like I'm always pushing. I was like, you could do that. He's like, I don't want to do that. And then yeah. at one point TV show, and he's like, I don't want to. And I'm like, what do you mean you don't want to? What is this whole game for? And he's like, dude, you're, that's your thing is to take over the world. But I was just hanging out and I just couldn't understand why anyone wouldn't want to fucking take over the world if it was offered to them or if it was, if, the, if you were put in the race to, to fucking rule. I mean, this was, this was, I used to say we're accident, we're accidental geniuses, dude. Like I have no education in this. You have no education in this. And everybody loves listening to us talk. We're fucking crazy to not go absolutely ate shit. I'm a fucking uh, athlete jock moron. You're a fucking pussy that can't ride a bicycle. 
everybody's going to fucking love us. Right. And he was like, this is the worst thing ever. Well, I, <laughs> I, I certainly don't want to speak for him. Um, but I, you, I, uh, I must say, I always really liked Raw Dog. And he was He's always, sweetheart. he and I always got along well. Um, but I remember the first time you came in to Loveline. This was way before Tully. This was, you, you came in by yourself. It was the very first time. You, you and I didn't even really know each other that well. Um, I had called in on your show and you're like, why don't you come do my show? I think almost like jokingly. I was like, yeah, I'll do your show. Fuck yeah. And I came in and uh, I remember I brought Dr. Drew with me and surprised okay. you. And then after that, you're like, why don't you have me on your show? I was like, fuck, well, anytime, dude. And yeah. we set it up and you came in. And I didn't, I, like I said, I, I don't think we really knew each other that well. And off the air um, during commercial break, you, un, un, unprovoked, you went on and on about like how important it was that he, that Josh get, get this going and get this going. It's like, I really feel like I can make this happen for him. And I can, and you were, you were very passionate about the idea of like taking care of him. And um, I think, it, when you're an adult grown man, he, you know, he wasn't a child. He was a grown man. That comes with it an amazing benefit when you have someone else out there looking out for you and trying to get you to do things and helping you do things. But it also comes with a bit of a kind of resentment. But it's like, dude, what, what are you trying to change? You know what I'm saying? Like, like you ever have- yeah, a, We made fun of him for his mistakes. Right. Re like more than any normal person has ever been ridiculed for making a mistake. Publicly. Like, yeah, pu yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like on the radio, some of the best at ridiculing people for mistakes yeah. went tennis on his ass. Like just fucking, we would beat him into submission with it. So it was, all, it was brutal as well. But I think there was like an ego thing at one point and that was where- you know, he's going to do different things. They started lying to me about stuff. There was that chick that he was dating. She was super crazy and trying to involve herself in the show and he was letting it happen. And I'm like, dude, you're letting it happen. We can't, the show is the most important thing. And then little things like the Chick-fil-A thing when it first came out and he was just like, I don't really see the big deal. And I said, what about if they spent $3 million to like, to, you know, to be anti-Semitic? something, you know, because he's Jewish. Yeah. And he was like, well, that'd be different. And I just was, I, I was like, you don't know what you just said, you know? Because you, you weren't out yet. No. Yeah. But I just remember thinking, fuck you, dude. You know, like yeah. all the things I've done for you, you want me to apologize to this psycho bitch that I don't even know for no fucking reason, just so she can get a pat on the back. Like, this is the show, dude. Ellis Mania was fucking ruined one year. He wouldn't talk to me. And this chick was there in the corner. And then she started making up stuff that she got poisoned or something the next day. Like, oh, yeah. just, just <clears throat> shit. Just, and then I'm like, and then he, and then he called me out the day after to her. make me apologize to her again. I'm like, yeah. dude, stop. And then it turns out Joanna Angel said that she's married to somebody and Josh isn't even dating her. It's just like he's a side dick or something. And oh, I'm yeah. like, wait, what? Just all lies, just all these lies where I'm like, I can't, I don't, I don't like you anymore. You know, like yeah. I really don't like you. But it's, <clears throat> now that it's over, I'm, I've forgiven him for all that. And I know that he's forgiven me for the way I've treated him. But at the end of the day, there's just a lot of stuff that we did to each other where I don't really want to hang out with him anymore. Right. You know, and we were really, really opposite anyway. And that was kind of the, 
I think people really liked me being so frustrated with how he was or him being like it was. And I'm like, this is bad for your health. Yeah. It was the odd couple. It was fun to watch, but you could tell that it was wearing him down. Like he wanted to grow out of the boy into the man and he couldn't do that with you shadowing over him and trying to direct him all the time. And people and the fans talk to him like they talk to me. You know, like if I get depressed, you know, when people say to me, uh, you know, they DM me, oh, the fuck up, Alice. I'm like, (laughs) man, you don't know how... Annoying that is, right. you know, because yes, there are times where you can harden the fuck up. But, you know, I'm mentally depressed, you know. So the thing that triggers me to harden the fuck up is off. That's the whole fucking point. Like, I wouldn't try and tell somebody depressed to harden the fuck cheer up. up. <laughs> yeah, why don't you just cheer up? But uh, Josh got it on a scale way harder than that. You know, what I mean, there would have been people just always saying weird, treating him like a baby, because right. I did. It hard, like that that conflict of knowing when it's time to just suck it up, when it's time to bite down on the mouthpiece and go, and when you have to really, really accept and live in the fact that something's really wrong. And this is beyond human will. This is beyond discipline. This is beyond me just being a baby. Um, it's really tough, man. And like, because if you go in either direction all the time, you're fucked. If you constantly are saying, well, this adversity that I'm dealing with, it's, it's just part of the fact that I'm, I'm this condition or because I'm, you know, my wife left me or what, whatever it is. I, and you have to say, I'm, I'm really in a, in, a, in a precious place and I just need to take it easy and I can't confront this right now. If you do that all the time, you're fucked. You're stagnant. If you're constantly saying, well, whatever comes in front of me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get through it. It doesn't matter. I'm tough and I'm going to harden up and I'm going to push through. You go in that direction you're going to burn out eventually, you know? And it's like so hard. That's one of the hardest things I've found as an adult is, is understanding when to pick I feel like lane. I'm right in the middle of that right now. Yeah. I feel like That's why yesterday, therapy's so great. It was like a really, there was some drama on the show. I was trying to sort out in a, in a way that I, uh, if I was in a, in a healthier state of mind, I wouldn't have done it that way. And I know that. So I thought about not working today. Mm-hmm. But for some weird reason, I don't know what it was exactly, but things started to turn around last night when I was home. Maybe because I was just by myself or something. But I don't know. Me and Katie are talking differently. So now I seem to be coming around. But I was contemplating because I said it on the show. You know what I mean? I don't fucking contact anybody. You know, that's the problem with getting dark. I, <clears throat> I know I should probably say something to somebody. You know, I mean, you text me and I'm like, yep, thanks. <laughs> I'm not going to call you, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm not going to call. And I, know, and I know I have tons of people that would talk to me. So it's like I talk to Josh at the gym because I can't knock box. I have to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. So if I go to the gym and hit pads, I just so happen to have a really good boxing coach who's also a really nice guy. Good ear. And yeah, and a good friend who was asking me stuff. Mm-hmm. So... I got a little bit out with him, which makes it easier to get it out on the radio to say that I'm a little bit dark. But also on the Jason Ellis show, maybe not such a good idea to go down that road. <clears throat> I don't know, maybe Sirius XM will get weird. But here, I feel like, because this is, what is it? What were we talking about? It's your solo project. You it's know? Not, yeah, but this is it's like. the other side of the coin of Jason right, Ellis. The, the more honest and raw 
and maybe- You can see my pee hole on this show. I made another analogy too. Katie and I talked about an analogy before the show about Jason, but another analogy I made, and I think I made it on Kyle Kingsbury's show. um, And it just, it like hit me all of a sudden is like, Jason's Jason's an exceptional talent and a really, really unique guy. Talk about boxing? No, I, I mean, oh, of course, of course, in the ring. I mean, you're pretty much you're pretty much the white Floyd Mayweather. I've, I've often said that. Um, but no, as a, as a broad, as an entertainer, um, but Jason's built his career and built certainly built the Jason Ellis show uh, in in a way almost like a hip hop MC, where it's all about your infallibility and and your power and your ability to dominate and 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 be better, which is crucial like you know for for rappers it's what they, they talk about is how much they're better than everybody else and and they and i feel like there's a whole another part of jason that's like a country singer mm-hmm. that's really about his vulnerability and 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 exposing that and getting like people Nelly. to relate to and and like you know there's a there's a you should wear a band-aid on my face. i'm like nelly you're yeah you're more like Lil nas x in so many ways I don't know who, i'm too old I don't oh know who please no it's a gay joke, gay yeah. country rap joke. Oh, okay. But I just hate that song. Thanks, man. I I, I will stick up for Old Town Road. I I, that's my guilty pleasure. I know you will. I don't know what that is. It was like a huge smash hit, yeah. mostly early in the year. <clears throat> gonna take my horse to the Old Town Road. I'm gonna ride till I can't. Oh, know. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Nelly more. <laughs> Nelly seems like a nice enough guy. Right? He does. He, really he does. does seem like a nice guy. I, I caught a couple episodes of that reality show he did. I did not. And I'm like, not on purpose, um, but I I, ca- I happened to watch like half an episode of here and there. And I was like, he, he seems like actually pretty nice dude. Uh. You know, likable guy. Um, anyway, real quick though, I just mm-hmm. want to say that I feel like because I did talk about it a little bit and then I said a little bit on the show, it made it easier to talk about. That's why I'm saying it again now because mm-hmm. I feel like I, people hit me up and say, oh, you're an inspiration. And I'm like, well, not really. You know what I mean? Not really. Because <clears throat> if I'm so fucking inspirational, how come I couldn't figure this shit out? I've been dark for like two weeks. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you exactly why. Some of, dare I say all of, the most inspirational men in my life, uh, specifically in recovery, are guys who are in and out of using and drinking, losing their jobs, fucking crazy alcohol. You know, you would think that the people that are these inspirations to me are people who have had 30 years sober and they go to meetings every day. And Some of the guys who have said the things and done the things that have kept me going have been the men who struggle the most and have been open about it and have mm-hmm. been honest about it. Um, and that when it comes to actual real life adversity, I think a lot of a lot of people are more touched and more moved by people who they can relate to and see, understand their struggles more so than a Tony Robbins, who is like, everything's nobody, perfect and let me show you the steps to get to yeah, my perfection. Yeah, that does make sense. Because that almost seems unattainable when they're mm-hmm. up on this perfect pedestal like that. Nobody has teeth that big in real life. No one has those big of teeth. I have a way more realistic face. <laughs> and, and you know, the shiny, super slick radio guy that gets on there and is like, pow, rocking and rolling. And I'm living in the fast lane. Coming up, we got some journey and then it's going to be, you know, 
there's a time and a place for that. And I understand if people like that, they like that. But when people are are profoundly touched by the things that they hear you say, I don't think it's because they hear you say, and I've worked through all my problems and I'm this perfect museum piece that's behind glass now and everybody should observe me. It's because they go, oh shit, Jason deals with that too. Oh my gosh, that makes me feel so much better. Right. You know? And, and I mean, that's the the real reality little redundant, but that's the reality of kind of that self-help stuff is where I think a lot of it fails. A lot of, you know, the stuff my wife is into in particular, she'll read me these things, these great quotes. And I'm like, well, that's, that's incredibly eloquent and it's beautiful, but like, I don't want to hear from this fucking gypsy vegan queen who lives in Ohio and yeah. eats, mm-hmm. you know, her fresh farm foods and her babies are all perfectly healthy. You know, it's tough. Like it's those guys, you know, the guys that have, been the, been through the trenches and sometimes sometimes still are that say these things and I'm like oh my gosh that that really meant something to me you know you got a game or some shit I do I have a bracket am I supposed to take a break I think we should I think it's a good time to take a break mm-hmm. when we come back I will unveil for you Katie and you Jason a new bracket that I think is going to be exciting and interesting right here I look forward to it on the High and Dry podcast. Hey everybody, Jason Ellis here, reminding you that we have sponsors, and are you groaning right now? Are you (laughs) sad about it? We're hungry. But uh, in case you didn't know, we're sponsored by by Outlaw Energy, and Outlaw Energy is a new energy drink that is actually kind of good for you. It's got yerba made in it, so you know it's good. It's yerba mate for those of you who aren't from Australia, but Jason's right. Katie, what does it have in it? It's all natural caffeine blend of coffee fruit, yerba mate, ginseng, and guarana. I might be slaughtering that, but that, that's as well as I can pronounce it. They also use pure cane sugar in their sugary drinks, but they have sugar-free too, which I personally really enjoy. And they add electrolytes in it to keep you hydrated. One can is 200 milligrams of caffeine, which is like two cups of coffee. And... I really appreciate that, as Katie pointed out, the sugar-free is not like a lot of other energy drinks that are sugar-free, but they also have like 10, maybe 20 calories of some other weird artificial sweetener in it. This is legitimate, zero-calorie, sugar-free, ready for you to drink if you're not into the sugar, which is quite moderate, by the way. In the regular outlaw energy drink, it's only like 45 calories per serving, plus electrolytes, on a hot day, on a uh, uh, before a big grueling workout, before, before you got a, radio a long, show. before you got a long day at work, it gives you everything you need: the caffeine for the nice jolt, the nice pick me up, the electrolytes to keep you hydrated, and they all taste great. Am I am I shitting you? Super and, tasty. And they are the number one sponsor of Alice Mania 19, and the reason that it's going to be so awesome is because they're helping us try to make Alice Fam have the best time possible. So I am very appreciative of them existing in my life. It's a great company. We're really, 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 really happy that they sponsor not only Ellis Mania, but the High and Dry podcast. Yeah. Um, they, they make our life great and they should be making your life great as well because look, it's a saturated market. We know. We're not, we're not blind to this. There's a lot of energy drinks out there. I'm a big fan and I really sincerely believe that if you choose Outlaw Energy, you are going to make the right choice. It is the best product on the market. If in you my wanna, if you want to know where to go, I just realized, it might, if you don't have it in the store, just go to their website and then you can order it from them. It'd be way cheaper and they'll send it straight to your house. You got a code? Uh, yeah, the code is Alice, mate. Alice, mate is the code, I think. 
and uh, oh, the website. It's the only place that you'll be able to buy Alice Media 19 tickets. So you might want to check that website out anyway. There you go. There it is. A lot of energy. All right. So <clears throat> I think this, time. this is a particularly good bracket because... Sponsored by Outlaw Energy. Outlaw Energy. Honestly, the uh, the sugar-free, the, cal the calorie-free Outlaw Energy is an exceptionally good product. It's, it's good. Like, so I drink it all. Yeah. It's so good. I usually don't drink any sort of carbonated beverages at all, but their sugar-free is, it's all natural. So it doesn't bug my sensitive stomach. Not it's like me. Energy, passion fruit one. I'm on steroids. I'm on steroids. The passion fruit one, you, when you first open it, kind of smells like, like a purpley weed. Yeah. Yeah. Just so you know, I have another <laughs> new technique that I have uh, adopted in my boxing. Mm -hmm. it's, it's death, murder. It's bad. For everybody, it's I found my fighting style. Do you want to keep that it's painful? My, kind of mums the word because of Simon. Fuck, or I'll tell you... everybody. Okay, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be there in your face, and everything you throw, I'm gonna make you fucking hurt. Everything I throw is punishing. There's nothing that isn't a fucking knockout or broken internal organs. I was nothing. Watching you hit pads and those that left. That left to the body is going to really- I'm a death trap. Really Mark, hurt people. I'm a you see that? Death, death. Trap. trap. I have no eyebrows. I don't think they're growing back. Well, you wax them off, so it's going to take a while. <sighs> when you rip it out, it- You're just you know. really lucky that your hair is so light that it, you can't really tell. I mean, it doesn't- If I shaved my eyebrows, I would look like- <laughs> it, you would. I would look like a completely different person and insane. Yeah, you would look really scary. Yeah. I was thinking about getting a facial, though. A facial. Yeah, you it made should. my face not look so old. You should Because I shaved my face and I'm like, fuck, my face is blasted. You can get one of trunks. You can get one of those. Right now. Who? <laughs> oh, no, not one of those. Oh, I've <laughs> tried that. Skin. It doesn't really help your skin at all. I want an acid facial. Well, I that think one you said. Lasers. There's oh. like laser facials do that I? they can yeah, do. Yeah, I want a late. Um, hydra facial is my fucking favorite facial ever. What, okay, that's what I want. Men and women, it doesn't matter. Hydra facial. They take this little tube and it sucks, yeah. right? And it has little exfoliating things in it. So it's almost it's almost like, like a that. cat licking Very your important. face. I like that. But at the same time that it's like peeling up your dead skin and sucking it out, it's injecting uh, serum well, all over your face. Stuff. So you're getting like hydrated and beautiful. Oh, it just sucks everything out of your pores. It's the best. It really does sound nice. <laughs> Shut up, Jason. So this bracket, I think will be Excellent because you, Katie, are a woman and can give true. your insight onto, you know, from a female standpoint. You, mm -hmm. Jason, have I can a, put my balls in my stomach. Can you really? You suck them up? No, with not with no hands. Oh. I did it on the show. That's right, you did. Man, you don't remember when I took my pants down and put my balls in my stomach and you know, put my dick out? It was a stressful day for Mike. I was a little, I was a little taken you aback. You it? I was a little taken aback by uh, your giant hog pushed through your legs because I, the whole time was thinking- <laughs> I can see two inches from behind his legs. What's oh. going to happen when I tuck mine and it's just gone? There's no head oh. poking through. I wonder nobody's listening. Um, it looked like so a gross. naked mole rat from behind. <laughs> it did. Like it was trying to burrow out from between your cheeks. Jason's got a crotch gerbil. Oh, man. So you, Jason, have a daughter. So you can yeah, definitely wow. put yourself into Segway. this. Transition. Yeah. 
you can actually put this into uh, real life, like Shit. actually embody what it would be like if this were to happen. Mm-hmm. And this bracket is the worst person for your daughter to bring home. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So your daughter said, I'm dating this new guy. I really like him. Uh, Friday night, I'm bringing him over for you to meet him. And this person shows up at the door. Who is the worst person for that to be? Okay. Okay. Mm. Let's start off with Takashi69 versus Ted Nugent. Oh, God. Oh, that's easy. Okay. Because I'm okay. Man, this is going to sound bad, but I'm okay with with like weird Christian. Is he racist? Kind of. I mean, he's kind of racist. And my daughter, this is going to sound really bad because got some black friends in the house, but I just feel like, yes, he is a little bit racist, but my daughter's not. She's white. Right. So he won't be racist to her. And he won't, he doesn't do drugs. He he's doesn't. against drugs. Yeah. And he's like, gets up in the morning, he'll be like routine, work hard guy. And she won't get in any trouble. Like if anybody comes to hurt, her, he'll shoot them. Yeah. With a bow and arrow. And Takashi, he's going to die. He's people are going to shoot people. Person to people are doing right. drugs. He's a dumb person. Yeah. So, even though I hate Ted Nugent, I just feel like my daughter's safe with Ted Nugent. She's, oh, that hurts. She's way safer. Takashi 69 is an incredibly dangerous person to be around. Right. You know? From the gang affiliation, the snitching, the having sex with minors, allegedly. After a while, I would tell her to leave Ted Nugent and then, you know, take half of his money. And then I would give that money to like um, Tom Arnold. (laughs) Give it right to him. I feel like that's the opposite of He's had a lot of strife. Just even it up. Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Or Screech. Charlie Sheen. Mm-hmm. Before you jump to conclusions. Well, he's got AIDS. Screech is a terrible man. Yeah, what's wrong with Screech? Well, that's what I said. What that's I why miss? I said. That's why I said. And there's no way my daughter's going out with Screech. I don't give a fuck how much AIDS <laughs> anybody has. I'd rather my daughter had AIDS than she dated Screech. That's okay, what I mean. So, so Screech goes on because this is the worst. This is the worst oh. person. We're trying to find the worst person. Oh. Oh, then yeah, sorry. Screech is by far the worst. Person. He's a he's a, a, an, a wildly immoral human being. He's just the worst. Everything he's ever done is the worst. Give me one example. He, he did a made a video. He did a poopy Sanchez on a girl's face. He not only did a dirty Sanchez, he did a dirty Sanchez and filmed it so that he could show it off and didn't, like he wasn't doing it. The girl was unaware. Yeah. So he that's secretly- where you wipe poopy under their nose? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then you have God. a poop mustache. Dirty Sanchez. Okay, name a second thing that he's done that's terrible. He did a tell-all book about everyone on Saved by the Bell and shit on everyone. And all the rest of the cast is like, we're pretty cool with each other. We all have <laughs> secrets. We're, we were kids. We made mistakes. Let's, yeah. And he just shit on everyone. And he backed out of a fight recently. No, he didn't. The other guy did. Don't he took a it. fight. He took a fight recently. He was going to beat up a midget. Oh, that doesn't seem right. No. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. Yeah. He stabbed a dude in a bar. He did? Yeah. Wow. Like last year. Yeah, at least Charlie Sheen's dick probably doesn't work. And it doesn't. Screech, Remember? Yeah. Screech tried to do stand-up for a while, or I don't know if he maybe continually did, and like a piece of his chunk was just ripping on the developmentally disabled. Oh. I heard a friend he's of like, mine. He's that, that guy, you know? Yeah. A trans friend of mine said that she got hired to go over there, and um, he just had tons of blow. and pat- Sheen, not Screech. Yeah, Sheen. And he, and he just patted her penis. Allegedly. 
Uh, yeah, maybe not. No harm, no foul, mm-hmm. right? I'm just going to pat your penis a little bit. Yeah. I keep offering to do that to Dylan, and he won't fucking let me. Why won't you let him pat your penis? <laughs> Is your penis too no. good for him? It's probably soft. Oh, yeah. Allegedly. So Screech goes on. <laughs> what? Wait, who, his hand or his penis? Both. Soft. Man. You want to no, my hands get are, in there my as hands, well? My hands are, I'm a, a little girly man, but my hands are like a longshoreman from all the weightlifting and shit. Oh, like, my hands yeah. are rough and nasty. Rough hands on a soft penis. You into that? Mm, you're so missing out. This one's, this one's <laughs> real tough. Mm. And I mean, we got to really break this down. Okay. Bill Cosby mm-hmm. or Harvey Weinstein. Oh. Okay. <sighs> I mean, Weinstein's going to cross some lines while you're conscious. Cosby's going to cross some lines <clears throat> while you're unconscious. Wait a minute. Bill, if you're married to, like if he's dating. Is he blind? Is he gone he, blind? No, no, he, he's just lying. He plays it up. But okay. he, he does have, he's impaired. Okay. Stevie Wonder can see. He's got to smoke a lot of weed. Yeah. He only, he only sleeps with you when you're unconscious, but like you wake up. <laughs> the other guy just like, you know, when you Terrible go to work, when you go to work, well, no, he's your husband. He goes to work and just puts his dick on everybody, mm-hmm. sticks it in everybody. And you have to go to dinners knowing that that dude's just like, you know, he's just put his dick on everybody. He just seems like more of a, I don't know <laughs> why, but he seems more evil than, than Bill. And I don't, I don't care about the Cosby show. I just feel like. The thing I will say about Cosby, though, is that he. Is a serial he rapist. Procured, he procured. <laughs> so that guy, other guy? Yeah. He procured lots of drugs to make women pass out and have sex with them, mm-hmm. admitted to it in a deposition. So this is not, this is not allegedly. He procured these drugs to keep women's mind limber, as he put it. And, um, and when he was caught and when he, he was like, how could you do this to me? What, what's wrong? What's the problem? He came out of court one time going, hey, hey, hey. You know, like he's yeah. completely indifferent to the idea that he may have harmed people. Yeah. Whereas Harvey Weinstein may, his attorneys may put up some type of front, but I think, I don't know, but I, I think he has, has been confronted with the fact that he's mm-hmm. a sick guy. Right, abusing I, his power. Right. Yeah, but I, that guy just seems like more evil. He seems like maybe he eats babies or something. He's <clears> disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, like he's super evil and he knows it and he gets off on it. Like yeah. I think he's getting off on all of it. I think he's still putting his dick on people. Yeah, Harvey Weinstein. Mm-hmm. I, I do. I also yeah. think like I also think at this age, Bill Cosby's way less of a threat to a a grown woman than Har- Harvey My Weinstein daughter could, could still- knock out like a, a a healthy guy, so she could definitely knock him out. Yeah, yeah. which would be. Awesome. Cosby's not much of a threat currently. No. Although mm. incredibly disgusting as a person. Floyd Mayweather. Huh. Oh. Lenny Dykstra. Oh. Whew. Oh, this is the worst. Oh. <laughs> I mean, Floyd is going to punch my daughter. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, he's, and he can't he's read. He's good at punching. <laughs> my daughter, as I said, is not a bad right hand, but we're talking about he's 50 and 0. Maybe the greatest boxer that's yeah, ever lived. My yeah. daughter's pretty good, but she's not 50 and 0. No. She hasn't even had a fight yet. Mm-hmm. Cardio's not up to speed. He can, he can do 12 rounds, you know. But Lenny is fucking He's disgusting. sick. What he has he disgusting. done? He it, like openly talks about how he exploits women. And, and the, all he, he's like, I don't care about anything. Just he said me. he's really good at, this is disgusting. I just want to eat your pussy. Yeah. I mean, how's your slot? Robin, he went on Stern. He's like, Robin, How's the slot? Is it straight down the line or is it fucking zigzag? Oh. I just want to take one lip in my mouth. 
Then I'll take the other lip and I'm not going to eat pussy because I have no teeth. I'll take my teeth out and gum your clit. Disgusting. I think my daughter can take a punch from Floyd. Yeah, I, this Dykstra is worse. And I feel like if she takes the shot and then she, you know. Physic- I feel like she physical She gets like damage. a couple black eyes or something. She could, she gets the money <laughs> and yeah. she gets out of there. You know I mean? She's got good parents. I just don't know if she could ever recover from Lenny Dykstra touching her. This is my thing. You know Lenny Dykstra is going to be creepy and immoral and do unethical things with your daughter. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't. Floyd yeah, at the very Yes, he's capable of domestic violence. That which might is not even horrific, happen. But it might not happen. Mm-hmm. He's I definitely had other women in his life that he didn't abuse. Mm-hmm. That's that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for all we know, he's like a romantic. We don't know how he treats he's a woman. He's not romantic. But Come you on. know. We I mean, know for a fact. We know shit. for a fact. Lenny Dykstra is going to be gross. And My daughter exploit. loves sneakers and shit. Should be pumped. He'd be yeah. buying her all the cool shit. And Lenny Dykstra's broke. Like at least, right. he, I mean, he's right. not taking her out to dinner. He's not, you know. Yeah. All right. She'd have a new phone. Lenny. She loves phones. Yeah, I'd, ra- I'd rather get punched in the face. She'd than, have like a diamond encrusted phone case, baby. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I think I'd stoke my daughter to be on a diamond encrusted phone case. That'd be sick. All their friends at school would be like, "What?" She'd be like, "Uh huh." <laughs> Getting now, picked up in a Maybach and shit. Oh my God. Really think this one through. <laughs> Rather not. Andy Dick? Yeah. Mm. Or Mel Gibson? Andy's <sighs> worse. Mm. I feel like Andy's You ever worse. hear those secret recordings that his girlfriend yeah, did? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that Mel's girlfriend did? But- If you get raped by a pack of N-words, it'll be your fault. I'm going to take a bat to your head and bury you in the Rose Garden, you <laughs> fucking cunt. Yeah, but that's one- <laughs> plum cunt. <laughs> that's one night- <laughs> That's one night but versus, that's, that's not- versus all the other days where it must have been lovely and traveling and vacations Jason, and whatnot. Versus that was one living in secret- a shed with a drunk old gay dude. Yeah, that's that was one every day. secretly recorded conversation, which means that's pretty much how he is in real. That well, was not that wasn't his drunk. Not coked now. out like I, I made a mistake guy. That was just him chilling. No, no, he's this sober is how now. I talk to a woman. Let me ask you this, sober guy. Yeah. Now that you believe, do you think he's sober? I don't know the man, but I, I let's, he, if, let's he says say he is, if he says he is, I'll take his word for it. Would you give him another chance? I definitely believe in redemption. Do you think he's not racist anymore? I don't. I don't think he, I think he's, I think if you get drunk and you say to someone's face, you're probably an effing Jew and Jews and the Holocaust. And, it's and a crazy F, thing to have F in your pocket no matter what, Where's right? that effing N-word cop coming from? Like two of Pearson's face. I don't care how drunk you are. Right? Like I've said some like, shit. Me too. I've been fucking completely blacked out. That's not in there. That's Why just not in I my body somewhere. No. You know Why didn't I, mean? I find that to be yeah. something dark. to say? So, And his dad's like a reputed yeah, Holocaust then, denier. Right. He, like, I, like the Jews are the And he loves his him. ass. He's yeah. still, you know that dude's still alive? Mel's father? Stem cell, dude. Nice. He's like 105 mm. and he does that IV stem just cell eats shit. Babies. He just eats babies. <laughs> so, he I mean, just eats babies. So, I mean, it's a rough, like, babies I just think that, that the potential day. for danger with Mel is much higher than with Andy. Now, though? Isn't he all bark, Because you have to go now. <laughs> yeah. So if you go now, yeah, it's today. Andy Dick is maximum sad. Yeah. He just got another assault charge. Yeah, he's going to bring your daughter For grabbing down. another man in the penis area in an Uber. In because an Uber, he did. He grabbed his Uber driver's oh penis. Oh my god! And the dude's pressing charges, and the dude's got no money. He's going to do jail time, dude. Yeah. He lives mm-hmm. in a shed. He's let down his kids. And Mel's filthy, stinking rich, right. like more rich, like science fiction. And rich. you know, I mean, <clears throat> and 
whatever, and Oksana's dad isn't me. So Mel Gibson's not going to touch my daughter. Yeah. Yes, yeah, he knows. Right. I'm from the Outback too. Bagel Boss guy <laughs> or DMX? I kind of love how Bagel Boss, dude made it. He's made it. He's a shithead. He's a I tremendous know. But wait, shithead. Him or who? Or DMX. DMX. Man, DMX is fucking awesome. What are you talking about? What's wrong with DMX? He's a troubled fella. Yeah, but I don't know DMX at his core. Maybe he's a great guy. Mm. DMX is if an my incredibly DMX, troubled guy. I'd be guy. so fucking pumped. Yeah. Your daughter's going to be around a lot of crack smoking. So that's my not daughter knows. Safe. My daughter knows the dip. My daughter knows the difference between crack and vape vaping and fucking Facebook. Come on. Crack vape pens at any point. You know they have DMT vape pens. That's pretty sick. Yeah. I wonder not what if else you don't know and you think you're just getting <laughs> some watermelon tobacco. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you go on this crazy trip. It's <laughs> not cool. Blasting I had this off. heroin once. I, oh, I guarantee you. I was about to say, I guarantee there's like um, Jimmy rigged heroin and meth ones. Like mm-hmm. tweakers especially have designed. Yeah, but I'm, wow. anyway, getting back I to your game. It. I'm completely insulted. DMX is fucking sweet. She would, I don't, can he drive? He can't drive, right? I have no, no license, idea. So. That's what I mean. Like your daughter's going to be like, like a, a caretaker drunk. for a really troubled guy. Like mm-hmm. a really troubled guy. And but bagel, but bagel boss is bagel, bagel boss is going to yell at your daughter and demeanor. All the time. Uh, bagel boss the guy is going to Devin, do that. Uh, you my you my boo. Uh, you know, like he's gonna fucking <laughs> gonna give it to you. He's, gonna, <laughs> yeah. he's a little guy. I'm not worried. I know. Yeah, I'd say DMX is cool, way man. sweeter. He played yeah. a cannabis cup a couple years ago. You yeah. can see some cool shit. Yeah, you're probably right. And, and when you meet, have you met DMX? Like he has you come on the show or anything? Can't, I don't think so. Aww. When he when I I did I, I I interviewed him. He he doesn't seem he doesn't you know sometimes you can look in someone's eyes and you're like that's a Trump dangerous person. Mm-hmm. He doesn't seem dangerous or it, he doesn't seem like he wants to hurt anyone. He just is a really troubled guy. Um, bagel boss guy, you know he's going to demean and yell at your daughter. Yeah, but that you know I mean, that's my going daughter. To happen. My daughter's laughing at him all day. Yeah, my daughter is if that if he wants a fight. My daughter could take that fight. I would allow her. I'd put all my money on Devin against. I mean, Bagel she Boss doesn't. Guy. She she hates doing stuff, but every like I've made her throw punches before. If she punches you and you're not like a a conditioned man, you're yeah. gonna get knocked out. Like she mm-hmm. has like it's it's like a hundred pounds. You hear like you're gonna feel right on your chin. Bagel it's Boss. so frustrating that she won't train. I'm like, come yeah. on, Devin, think about it. Maybe if it becomes cool on um, TikTok. Right, if someone with face tattoos starts getting into yeah, boxing. If, if Lil Xan starts boxing. Billy oh Eilish. <laughs> yeah. What um, you- <laughs> the front man. Uh-oh. Seether mm-hmm. <laughs> or something? The front man for Five Finger Death Punch. Yeah, no. Mm. no. Or R. Kelly. Oh, oh, man, come on. Boom. Boom. Come on. Boom. That's so fucked up. Does the, okay, let me just paint the picture. Oh, man. Five Finger Death Punch. Does he have like a dreadlock beard or something? He has worse. No, he has like Jenko jeans and like like a well-manicured goatee. It's okay, it's manicured. <sighs> but he's, a, he's, he's, man, not just, would- he's not just the front man for Five Finger Death Punch. And I will say this, if he's gotten his life, if he's gotten clean and sober and gotten his life together, then God bless him. But there was a time and a place where he was burnt out and was partying and didn't want to play a show. Mm-hmm. So he went on stage and he's like, guys, I'm having a little trouble. My mom's passing away right now. She's on her deathbed and I just can't pull it together. So they cut the show short and his sister went to the press and she's like, that's 
totally not true. That's oh, a complete lie. What and the rest of the shit. band was kind of like looking around like, what the fuck? So yeah. he's that guy. He's a, we, you know. Yeah, I mean, he obviously sucks. There's, and he's in, yeah. Yeah. I mean, what are we talking about but he's here? Not, he's not like <clears throat> mentally contorting Fucking women. Fucking rapist that pisses on people, <laughs> yeah, man. being on teenagers. I mean, I hate that band. Yeah, but But the guy is a urinating rapist. Mm-hmm. My new band. levels to this. My new band. My new band, yeah. (laughs) This is rough. Is it? How can it be any rougher? Any member of ICP. Yeah. Take your your choice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or OJ. ICP. Come on. (laughs) ICP is way better. They're fat nerds. OJ (laughs) is murder days are past him. (laughs) You know? And he's... I can't do it. <laughs> His murder days he, are past him. And he was, you know, he was one of the greatest football players of our time. But Jason. You guys, you American guys love that guy. You put not him a in man, TV shows and shit, remember? He's not a man who he's, skated on murder and then went, um, I'm just so sorry for everyone this entire ordeal has affected um, God bless the Goldman family. God bless uh, my my ex wife's family. Um, he didn't I, say that, but he went. <laughs> I got a lot to get off my chest. I'm the juice. I'm going on Twitter. Why is everybody always against the juice? And then tried to rob people at gunpoint. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like he, this isn't a man who skated on murder and was like, this it's is man, crazy. It's a man that gets things done. You know? <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to be late to pick my daughter up from school. He's a go getter. And no boys are going to fuck um, with her anymore. That, that knowing that will. she's going out with OJ Simpson. The juice is, the juice is in her corner. Yeah, yeah, if juice is my, if it's her boyfriend, then are you going to fuck with her? Yeah, OJ. OJ or- I'm kind of into her becoming a, a juggalette. You know, she'd have this what? whole, she'd have this whole like environment to support her. She could paint her face up and express herself. Well, well, you, she you could understand. Pull, she could go play golf every day you know? in the sun. Mm-hmm. In Florida? And potentially get murdered. He's, he's not, his murdering days are gone. His murdering I mean, days are gone. If he murdered now. her now. His murdering days are gone, but let's- If he murdered, murdered my daughter, who wouldn't think that it was him? Right. You know, like he'd but for sure be caught. The risk of, of he's risking a juggalo too much. murdering her? What? The, a risk of the one of the clowns murdering her? The clowns could, they, they're gang affiliated. They're no, they could. Something could happen. I just, Crystal like, meth could fall on her. Or something. There's a real, there's a real thing for me. If my daughter brought home a man who, for professionally, what he did for a living was get on stage and go fuck that fat bitch, put my dick in her butt, fucking cunt bitch hoe. Doesn't say that. The ICP. Listen <laughs> to some of their older lyrics. Listen to some of their old lyrics. Like, it's magnets. How do they work? Come on, Lord, I you're so good. That. But they have lots of songs where it's like, dirty ass bitch, get on yeah, your knees. And then young, I fuck man. your neck can, can you forgive and them? And fucking cut your head off. Just Jizz like OJ, in your throat. You know, like, yeah. uh, when did OJ cut those people's heads off? It was fucking 30 years ago. Something like that? Yeah. People make mistakes. Maybe he was, you know what I mean? Depressed. And now, Should I, be well, I don't understand why everybody's coming at me. You know, because maybe he's like, well, I really don't understand it. He wrote a book called yeah, If I Did It. Know, maybe I know, Jason, I he wrote a book called If I Did It. Yeah, if I Did It, because he didn't do it. I understand that, but then he detailed how that he would he do like, it. I don't really want to, but I will if you want. And he, he did it, probably. 
I'm a changed man now. <laughs> I didn't do it, but if I was to do it, yeah. this is exactly I mean, how would, I would behead them. Another reason why he would never kill my daughter. I mean, you had a book about if I would have done it. You can't murder anymore. You just can't. It's a pretty solid that. alibi, right? Would I be so crazy to do it again? I mean... Golf, man. Yes. Peaceful. <laughs> and so where are we going with ICP? Or I'm, OJ? I'm the, I'm, OJ's worse, right? Yeah, OJ's worse. worse. OJ's worse. Okay. OJ's worse. Tender juggalos. Takashi 6 9 versus Screech. Mm. God damn. Man. I, I, so shit bad. mustache versus sex offending gangbanger snitch. Who snitched and is now on the street. Yeah. My daughter would be so, she'd rather go out with Takashi. She would rather, but it's not about what she wants. I hate it's to what, say this. what do you think is worse as a father? I hate to say this if you can look past his fucking Crayola teeth and stuff. Like he's actually kind of a handsome guy. I don't think he's he handsome, like but he's like doll. a little boy. Like he his looks actual like a, face. He, he's just like a safe little baby boy. Mm. You know? Oh yeah, but he removed all that stuff. He would be. He would look like like a dude that works at J Crew. Yeah, that other guy. It's like gross. Yeah, but to, honestly, being just being around Takashi Six Nine is probably really dangerous. Yeah, and I, I don't want my daughter to get caught up in fucking crossfire. Yeah, but she probably won't get shot, and she like loves that music. You know what I mean? They'd be playing new beats around her. Yeah, check out my new song. She'd be so pumped on these new songs. Oh, she's going to get so many faces. worst. Faces. True. So you'd be happier with Takeshi? Takashi? 69 face? Lots of 69, 69 tattoos. Face. Like numerous 69 tattoos. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, all right. Change my mind. Screech. 69 the crap out of your chest. All right, all right. <laughs> so Takashi's worse. Yes. Harvey Weinstein or Lenny Dykstra? <laughs> mm. <laughs> At least uh, Harvey Weinstein's gotten caught now. Right. So he's ha he has to change his He's on his good way. behavior. No way. You think he's changing? I don't think he wants to. I don't I think, think he, he I think he's still people to do I think he's still him. instinctively a bad guy. But I'm saying the days of him taking meetings with every actress in town and just fucking doing now, whatever see, he wants with them is worse. Done. If you're his girlfriend, he just does all of that to oh, you. Oh, because he doesn't have the power yeah. over anybody else. He's not allowed else. to do it to anybody else. Yeah. And he's such a sick slob. He's disgusting. He's a piece of shit and he should be tortured to death. But Lenny is- Lenny shouldn't be tortured to death. He's already torturing himself to death. But him touching my daughter yeah. is just a- not, is a, Damn it. I can't- Either one of them is horrible. To touch her, so you have to negate that factor. The meanest person out of both. Yeah. I oh, I agree. Harvey's a meaner person. Right. So he Lenny's has to. Just but gross. Harvey still has hundreds of millions of dollars, and Lenny Dykstra is literally homeless. Is he really? Yeah. You, I mean, he's constantly flopping between like living with that guy and living with that guy. Yeah. So he'd be worse. Yeah, but rape is worse than poor. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'd, I'd rather, if my daughter was with an amazing human being that was a, a, a philanthropist that saved children's mm -hmm. lives in, um, in, in the Sudan, I'd give them all my money and be like, I understand you don't make any money, but we'll make it work because I want my daughter to be with a great human being. Right. But if we're talking about two pieces of shit, <laughs> at least one can provide her a lot, you know? Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, Lenny. Lenny's worse. Such a bad option. <laughs> R. Kelly or O.J.? Ooh. Look, I already told you, I don't think O.J. is that bad anymore. And, and R. Kelly is 
is a is his whole the the discrepancy in his behavior is that he abuses women and pisses on them. He yeah. abuses underage women. Yeah. Like my daughter. Mentally tortures them. So no. This one's actually tough because they're both kind of not that bad. Andy Dick or Bagel Boss? Huh. Man, I, I, I like know. Andy Dick. I, I do too. I, I No, I like Andy Dick very much. I'm in his documentary. I talk very well about he it. Can't he can't hurt her. He and I are friendly. But Andy is definitely sober or drunk. Andy's capable of some fucking wacky, immoral, Yeah, but is but it that bad if he grabs behavior. the Uber driver's crutch and the Uber driver punches him in the face? My daughter just goes, whatever, Andy, you idiot. <laughs> but bagel guy, just call my daughter a dumb bitch or something. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't. Nandy doesn't do that. What Andy does Bagel do Guy do? Because I don't know. He might spit on her for trying to get her in the Uber or something. Bagel <laughs> Boss Guy got famous because at Bagel Boss, he was filmed screaming at the female behind the counter about how all women look down on him because of his height. He's like 4'11", 5 mm-hmm. feet. He's really short. And he's like, you fucking bitch, you fucking. So when you think became... that was a setup? No. No, because when he got famous from that, he's just continued now the behavior. So he's of, just like, a guy that goes to a bagel shop. He doesn't own it or anything. No, 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 no. no. Oh, I thought he did. There was he's like a, half man, half midget. And, and, he's like and, a tall midget. <laughs> what? He is. Okay. No, I'm just trying to understand like where this character came from. So he's kind of like the cash me outside girl in a way. He's that like it's just cash like, me outside girl if, if it broke though. Cash me outside girl is pretty and can rap. Yeah. Oh, I guess I this guess she like can. An old guy. This guy's just a, a angry short person who hates all women oh. and has a, admits that he hates women because People of the experience. have him had. on like, okay. Jim and Sam have him on the show and shit. I got, he got pitched to me and I was like, no. Yeah, why? So I could tell they were like, they wanna, he wants to box, do celebrity boxing. I'm like, I don't want you got, like Alice Mania is not about that shit. The only I reason, your the only reason yeah. I love when you have guests like that on the show is because out of all the other radio dude, you'll shit on him right to his face. And I love that. Like Lenny, oh, like Lenny, I, I Lenny Dykstra, him. Lenny Dykstra interview for, uh, he had done the rounds of people being like, oh, Lenny, and you get that much pussy and it's amazing. And then you're going to that restaurant and, and you fly to Saturday and you're like, I don't buy it, dude. Let's, people what's just your fucking- People just copy, like Stone had that dude on and people just wanted to do that. People were just fucking sheep, man. You see that and you hear everyone talk about it and then you have him on, you go, oh, Tell us about you looking pussy and shit. It's yeah. like, fuck, dude, it's been done. Like, I know sometimes in radio it's okay to do that, but I just don't want to talk to the bagel boss about him doing a celebrity boxing fight because I don't want, first of all, he didn't fucking fight. It's not real. It's just like this, you know, and I can tell he's got these weird dudes behind him that are like his manager now. Yeah, promoter. And I'm like, I don't want those dudes in here talking to me about how I should do this or I should do that. I just know how the end-all game turns out, and I don't really – it's not enough to me. To, right. Especially if I go, look, man, you're – hey, half-midget guy, you know you're really not that mm-hmm. tough? Like, wow, yeah, that's really big of you, Jace. Like, way to cut a man down to, who's already whatever size. It's yeah. stupid. And wait, I, felt, wait, I felt like Jim and Sam, it's East Coast. It's their thing. I'm not – I do the opposite of what you do, not – right. Follow suit. Right. To sometimes to uh, affect, I don't think it's a positive thing sometimes, but I just like to keep it real. So, Bagel Boss or Andy? I think Bagel's worse. He's he worse. Sounds for sure worse. He's worse. Yeah. <clears throat> Andy at least can be sweet and funny. Right? Yeah. We're like down in the morning before he blacks out. Yeah. We're down to the semifinals. Mm. Takashi 6 9, mm. Lenny Dykstra. Ooh. 
Yeah, that is really tough. Disgusting old man. Disgusting young man. I still say Lenny feels to me like he would be worse. I mean, he was on the show, I don't know how many years ago, and he was a quivering alcoholic pile of shit. Yeah. Like he he stunk of booze and it was lunchtime. Mm-hmm. And he's That's- like, and he's like, I got uh, older women in my stable. If I can't get any good looking women, I got these older women that I go over and I lick Takes his pussy. teeth out to eat your pussy. And, uh, and you know, I, I, I don't even talk to him or kiss him. I just use him and abuse him. And he's like tr- bragging I also about don't believe this, that. You know? Yeah. Either way. Fine. That, is the, isn't that might be worse? I don't think anyone's ever paid him at all. Is that anyway. worse to brag about being a horrible human? You know, that even if you're not doing it, you know? Right. That's, yeah. that's your image you've created yeah. for the world. I'm going to create this rock star image of myself as a guy who exploits older, desperate women. It's going to be amazing. And who knows? Maybe Takashi had a big change in jail. <laughs> And yeah, but, he's come around. But he, I do think it's, we got to factor in the danger of just being around that guy. Right. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's real. Yeah, she'd want to wear Kevlar on a helmet and shit. Yeah. Outside. That's a tough one. <laughs> it's really tough. I'm leaning towards, I'm leaning towards Takashi still being worse. Even though Lenny's terrible, my daughter could get, get three or four weeks of him being a shithead and leave him. There's no coming back from a bullet. True. You know, there's just no coming yeah, back. He's from- got private security. It's going to be fun. The best guys, like the A team, he'll have, but real. Because it's going to have trap music over the top of it. It'll be like trap music A team. My daughter will be in there. Like she'll have weird, like different colored weave things in her hair to come out and match. So you go and Maybe she'll have like six nine on her head, right? Oh god! Oh, dude. Yeah, Dykstra's worse, man. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, right. Yeah. Dykstra's worse. Wow. R. Kelly bagel boss guy. This is easy. R. Kelly. Yeah. Okay. So we're now in the finals, ladies and gentlemen. Roll up your sleeves. Oh. R. Kelly or Lenny Dykstra? Who is the worst person your daughter could bring home as her new man? I still say Kells. You know what? If my daughter knocked on the door of my house and said, this is my new boyfriend, and it was R. Kelly, (laughs) it would fix the world. Like, the world would be better. Why? Why? Oh, he's dead. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. He's dead. Like, I have a gun. I I moved it now, so it's even closer. Oh, great. I will fucking shoot him and say he was coming right at me, officer. And they can say maybe he wasn't. I'll be like, Devin, he fucking was, all right? You make sure you say that. <laughs> Regardless. Let this be a lesson. Don't ever fucking bring R. Kelly <laughs> back to my house like you're dating him. Regardless of your willingness to help the world and assassinate R. Kelly, is it still worse, though, that she brought him home compared to- Yeah, because I'm probably nature. going to jail. How long do you go to jail for shooting R. Kelly at your front door? You got to do time for if that. You, if you could yeah. say that she was assaulting your daughter, you if would, I, what you if would I, probably What if he can't? What if she's like, she was dating him and she brought him to the house and I went, are you fucking serious? Boom, 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 boom. And I, it's R. Kelly, could you blame me? I'm a father. And they go, well, was he attacking you? No, he's R. Kelly and he was going to fuck my fucking 15-year-old daughter. So I shot him a bunch of times and I, I did it. 
Yeah, I, I, you wouldn't go to jail. I, I think you Bullshit, go. You, you wouldn't get, go to jail. No, no, no. I'm saying jail. you wouldn't go to jail for first degree murder. I bet you could say th- there was like What's, man. Manslaughter is like ten years though, right? Six to eight. A guy just got a guy. I, just, wait, a guy just said, got. If I go off. to prison, though, what with the, with the podcast? I'll be a pagan for six to eight years, yeah. mm-hmm. and nobody and R. Kelly's not in the world anymore. Right. This is the fucking worst thing I've ever had to face, but legitimately for the sake of the human race. This, this is more important than this podcast with the whole gay rights thing. I would fucking do six years <laughs> in prison as a as a pagan. Lenny Dykstra, ladies and gentlemen, is the worst person <laughs> your daughter can bring home <laughs> as her new boyfriend. All right. You got down to it. Man, I hope those pagans don't rape me. There's a guy who just got off recently, uh, like last week, who got off because he beat a guy to death who he caught actually assaulting his daughter. Yeah, but oh. see, that's... I understand. It's yeah. different. So like beat the man. Kelly was assaulting Devin, then yeah, that's that's yeah. different. Yeah. It's still got to be a thing when you just shoot a guy. Unless you're, oh, wait, I'm white. Isn't there that deal? Didn't a, girl, didn't, a, didn't a lady shoot a black guy and kill him and she's getting away with it? Yeah, but it might have been in Florida. She was a police officer. Oh, she was a police officer, yeah. So fucking, but it I'm was just her. saying, they get away with murder. She did? Suck okay, good. Butt. Okay, good. Oh, and also, he's they, like, in prison. It, there's the weird stuff in Florida. Like, I mean, like, not to bring the color thing into no, it, no, but no, if you but, go to somebody's house and they're not, they're in their house and you murder them, I don't give a fuck, man. Like, what? And then to be like, I didn't know which dude shooting guns and not knowing which room is pretty gnarly. Mm-hmm. You're an idiot. I think, I think, and I may be overstepping my boundaries here because I'm, <laughs> I'm not, in fact, a, a black man, but um, I think in You're a, the blackest man in this in show. The United States. <laughs> Judicial system. I think it's way, way more about poor and rich than it is about the color you are. Mm-hmm. I think if you're a rich black guy, you fare way better than a like a white trashy poor white dude. Yeah, because you get a lawyer, right? Because you can hire. Uh, you have at your disposal people who can manipulate the said judicial system, which is not something that poor people are afforded. And it's just it's an unfortunate. It's That's an unfortunate circumstance that the, the lion's share of guys that are black that go to go in front of oh, a yeah, judge okay. happen to be poor. Oh, yeah. But you know, with you, if you really look at like wealthy wealthy uh, people of color that go into the judicial system, they typically fare pretty well compared to you know. So that that be a lesson: if you're poor, don't commit any crimes. <laughs> Which is a bummer because if I'm poor, you're more likely to. Commit I'm crime. leaning towards committing a couple of crimes. I can't afford it. See how that whole thing works. And you most likely, if you're poor, grew up poor, which means you grew up around more crime, which means you're more likely to commit crime. It just- Before you do the crime, do a podcast. See if it works. You never know. Maybe <laughs> someone will download it. You could be huge. You could be on YouTube. You could download it anyway if you wanted to. All right. Just podcast what you would have done for the crime. What if I had done it? Take a page out of OJ's book. <laughs> this this podcast is called If I Did It. And you just go down different crimes. Yes. To download this robbery, episode one. Larceny, episode two. Racketeering. And you just go keep boom, boom, Guy boom, boom. Guy that boom. cut yeah, me off in traffic. Well, Racketeering is going to be tough for me. I don't know what that is. Yeah. I think still still the coolest crime to commit is bank robbery, right? That's the coolest. I think so. That's so cool. If you're in jail and you crime. come out of jail and you're at a bar and you're just meeting someone and he's like, oh, I murdered or I fucking uh, tax fraud. You're like, oh, this guy. Someone goes, um, I got caught robbing a bank. Mm-hmm. Whoa, whoa, 
Tell me all about that, you right. motherfucker. That I think is it's insane. better when you have your face taken off and someone else's face put on and then you relocate. That's way more diesel. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, no one's doing face-offs anymore. What's up with that? How have you guys have they you just guys don't talk about it? Because if I got my face taken off another one's face, put on my face. I'm not gonna tell you. <laughs> you know how painful that probably was? I'm gonna <laughs> give it away. Have you done a movie review on the Jason Ellis show of Face Off? I don't know. You have to. We have to off. Yeah. If you haven't, you that has to be next. Yeah, remind me. It's I watched it maybe a month ago. It's way more ridiculous than you even remember it no, being. No, I always yeah. remember it to be really ridiculous. I think we've done it because I've I've broke that one down a couple of times. That one's always blown me away. I mean, one of them was fat, man. <laughs> they just all of a sudden the other guy when his face got changed, he turned into a fat person. Yeah. So, doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. All right. Well, that was an excellent podcast. Right? <laughs>